You're listening to the Sounds of Lighthouse Reflections, and this is Bobby Koontz. Many of you, those of you that have been around for a long time since the early days of Anchor, know me fairly well, but there's many of you that don't really know who I am or what I'm all about, and since my station was featured today, I figured that maybe it was a good time to create a little bit of a background piece. So who is Bobby Koontz? Well, I'm just a human being. Well, actually, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. At least that's my belief. I was born in the early 60s to parents that were far, far too young, which led to an early divorce where my sister and I were split. And my sister went with my mom, and I went with my dad. Or at least that was the plan. It wasn't too long after that, and Vietnam came along, and my father went off to Vietnam, and I continued to be raised by my grandparents, who are Depression-era. If you know anything about the people that came through the Depression, for any of you that have great-grandparents or grandparents or who were raised by your grandparents, then you'll know that I had a work ethic instilled in me that probably is along the same lines of the work ethic that you hear Gary V talk about on a regular basis. I started working at a very, very young age, as a matter of fact, selling newspapers out in front of a casino in Sparks, Nevada, called John Esquaga's Nugget. And this isn't a paper route where you go and deliver papers. This is the good old-fashioned, like you see in the old movies, where you got a kid standing around yelling to everybody in the evening, Paper! Paper! Get your evening paper! That was me as a kid. When all the rest of my friends were playing organized baseball and football, I was selling newspapers in front of a casino. There was one night when it was really, really cold. And in the winter, when the snow came, I couldn't ride my bike the couple of miles that it was from our house to the casino. My mom would give me a ride to and home from my job. As I mentioned, it was really cold. I was freezing, basically, and I wanted to go home. I called my mom on the payphone and said, Mom, I'm freezing. Can I come home? And she asked me one question. She said, Have you sold all your papers yet? And I said, No. She said, Then you know the answer. And she hung up. I called her right back, and she said, what are you calling back for? And I said, Mom, I want to come home. She said, well, then I suggest you figure out a way to sell your papers as fast as possible. That one lesson changed my life because I learned creative thinking in that moment. I went from paper, paper, get your evening paper, to shaking, chattering teeth in front of a potential customer saying, you know, the only thing that's keeping me from going home and getting out of the cold right now is you buying this paper. And that's how I learned sales. That's how I really learned sales. And I'm still in sales today. Between that time and now, I became a carpenter and a cabinet maker in high school and gave some time to the military who gave me some time and some money to think about what I wanted to do with my life. 
some college money, and I went on to get a degree in nursing, became an oncology nurse, and now I sell drugs for a living. Well, yeah, you figured it out. I'm in pharmaceutical sales. I thought I could get this done in five minutes, but there's really no way, so I'll just go until I get to a point where I'm ready to take a break, and then I'll continue on. Since I've been in the pharmaceutical industry, life has been really good to me because I've worked really hard. I've done very well for myself. By most standards, I'd say, particularly if you look at the standards that most people measure success by, uh, I could just say that I've been an incredible success. But I don't believe in resting on my laurels, and I have no intention of doing so, and that's why I'm working on my side hustle, which is, you know, uh, a project that's been in the making for a long time, and that's where I'll pick this up in the next segment. This is part two of my Anchor intro, and I had talked about a side hustle, but before I could ever go there, I need to take you back in time just a little bit. I'm not going to go into all the details. I'll just give like a 50,000-foot view. My parents uprooted me when I was 12 from the little town of Sparks, which was a little town at the time, and took me all the way up to northern British Columbia where my biological father lived. And I keep saying my parents, you guys need to understand, those are my grandparents. They're the ones that raised me. They became mom and dad. The mom that I talked about earlier in the segment, the mom that I called about the papers and could I come home, that's grandma mom. She's the one that raised me. I never knew my biological mother. Never even knew her until 1990. In 1990, after I got out of the military, I was reunited not only with my biological mother, but with my sister too, the one I was separated from all those years ago. And we slowly began to build a relationship. One of the very first things my mom did was sent me to a Jim Rohn seminar. I have a book here I'd like to share a little something with you I think you'll get a kick out of. This is a limited edition certification in the front cover of this book. The Five Major Pieces to the Life Puzzle by E. James Rohn. This is copy number 251 of 2500 and is hereby certified by the author on the date indicated below. Jim Rohn, 2-21-91. That was the seminar that my mom sent me to because Jim Rohn had been an influential, just an absolute influential change in her life because she was a, a self-made person. She was a real estate mogul in, in California. She had gone from nowhere to becoming very, very successful. And Jim Rohn had been a big part of that. And she thought he would be a great opportunity for me to learn from. And she was right. She had no idea what she was creating that day, though, when she sent me to the seminar. On the inside of the book, Jim Rohn wrote, Bobby, for the best of life and treasure, Jim Rohn. That seminar put me on a quest, started something, a, a fire, a spark became a fire and my thirst for knowledge grew and grew and grew. And the reason it was growing is because on the 4th of July in 1990 was the very last day of a life that had been pretty damn ugly up until that point in time. Because even throughout the military I battled with an addiction to drugs and alcohol. But I declared my independence on the 4th of July in 1990, a symbolic day 
And then the opportunity came along to meet my mother and to go to this Jim Rohn seminar, and my life has never been the same. I went on to get my college degree as I expressed and became obsessed basically with personal development and became a self-made person. You know, I grew up in a trailer park. <laughs> After we came back from Canada, my parents raised me in a freaking trailer park. I was angry about so many things. Let me fast forward to my life now and the relationship I have with my mom and my sister. It's phenomenal. Five years ago, the company that I'm with now, I decided I would get involved in an activity that involved riding 192 miles on a bicycle to raise money for cancer research. Now I went from the couch to completing that event. And in the process, I learned a lot about myself. What's more important in the process is I learned a system that's the foundation for my book. Commit, then figure it out. How to accomplish almost anything you once thought impossible. Which is in the process of basically being written still to this day because it's being edited. The content is created, the information is there, and it'll be released a little bit later this year. As a matter of fact, I've got a big event coming up on the 1st of March where I'll go and finalize all the details of that book and it'll be released shortly thereafter. Along with the launch of a new business for myself and my business partner, Steve Bivens. The formal launch. We're working out all the details now. That kind of leads me at where I am now with the side hustle thing and talking a little bit more about that. That's two segments down. I want to go. Okay, so before I go any further, let me just apologize for the discombobulated nature of these three segments. Only because I just decided I would just roll with it instead of trying to do like I always do, which is create like a script. And if you've never looked back on your life and tried to pull it all together and put it into 15 minutes, it can be quite a challenge. But... I'm really actually glad I did it and this is actually part of something else that I'm doing the actual what I'm doing right now is part of another thing that I'm doing as an exercise for something I wanted to accomplish in the new year so anyway it serves multiple purposes okay no more wasted time here we go let me take you instead of where I was to 2010 in 2010 the company that I was working for at the time which was a startup biotech company was acquired by a major pharmaceutical company and I found myself without a job for the very first time in my whole life. Now I will tell you I had a great severance package because we were acquired and I had some time to think about what I wanted to do and what I decided I wanted to do was to become a coach. So I went to coaching school. I attended uh, IPEC, the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching. And I learned, oh my God, whew, I learned so many things about myself. I learned things that I didn't even know I didn't know. <laughs> and that just further fueled the fire for me. That just increased my passion about human capacity. You see, what I now know and understand and believe because of what I learned in coaching is that the human being is capable of ten times at a minimum, at a minimum of what we currently do. 
I know myself I fall so far short each and every day of everything that I'm capable of. But that doesn't mean that I can't just keep moving forward a little bit at a time. One of the things that I learned from Jim Rohn that's been so fascinating for me is all you have to do is keep moving in the right direction. And then, of course, now you, now you guys know with my modern-day stuff, it's, it's Mike Dooley and so many others, right? But um, back to the book. So the book is going to be launched this year. My business partner, Steve Bivens, wrote a book on Anchor, literally came from the early days of Anchor called The End of Fear Itself. Steve and I met on the platform and have since become very dear friends and he's become my business partner. I went to Minnesota where Steve lives this past year in July and we met and we began to strategize to build the plan for what our business is going to look like. Steve and I are creating a platform, an educational platform and the name of that business, which will be a real, live, viable, virtual business in the very near future with a multitude of offerings and opportunities, is Fearless University. That's Fearless, Y-O-U, in capitals, U-University. And inside of Fearless University, there will be colleges and there will be a college of creative writing, there will be a college of fearless and authentic public speaking, there will be a college of authentic expression, there will be a college of, I'm looking for names guys, this is where you guys get to be involved. We're going to create a college for each and everything you could ever possibly ever want to know or learn about. It's going to be pretty spectacular. There will be a college for Fearless Self-Publishing, which is the college that Steve's put together. That, that, that college basically already exists. That's a business that's actually up and running, but that's really kind of like Steve's business. It's the thing that he's doing. I'm really interested in the public speaking component, and I'm going to run out of time again. But I guess that's okay, right? Because this is free flow and that's just me talking, and you're getting to know me as I express myself, and I don't think that's a bad thing. But I do think I need to stay on task and on track here because you guys don't want to spend 30 minutes of your life listening and learning about me. Of course, there is that 15-second button that you can hit on the segment that takes you forward. But I promise I'll wrap up in segment four and give you guys the lowdown on where I am with the book, the business launch that's coming, and why I'm so incredibly passionate and excited about what I see as the unlimited potential of the human being. Okay, let's see if I can't wrap this thing up. So part of my path, part of my journey with personal development has been the power of goals. And I literally have pretty much accomplished every single goal I've ever set for myself. Except for becoming a millionaire. But I never made that a concrete goal. What I like about what Jim's, Jim Rohn says about becoming a millionaire is don't become a millionaire for the money. Money is immaterial. Become a millionaire for what it will make of you in the process of being able to become a millionaire. And that's kind of where I am now. That brings you up to date with where I am now. And the experience that I had with the Pan Mass Challenge four years ago when I rode the first time, this year being my fifth year, and that 192 miles 
and going from sitting on a couch, not owning a bike, not even having a bike, having no idea how I was going to do this thing, to completing it with flair, with style, with passion and enthusiasm. See, I learned about commitment. I learned about the power of commitment. The book, Commit Then Figure It Out, is a simple seven-step system designed to take you from where you are to where you want to be. Does that sound familiar just a little bit maybe? The chasm, that belief gap, I didn't believe there was any way possible I could ever go from sitting on a couch to completing a 192 mile bike ride, but I did. Commit, then figure it out, will be for anybody that's ever decided they wanted to do something with their life that they didn't think they could do. Whether that's running a marathon, whether that's participating in and being a productive member of an amazing mastermind group, whether it's solving world hunger, or just simply ending fear itself, which is one of my life goals. My book is about understanding that first you have to commit. In the word commit sits some powerful steps that I'm going to share with you right now, and then it'll wrap this up for now. And I'll answer questions. You guys can call in and ask me anything. This is your AMA, where you get to ask me anything. This is your AMA invite. So back to commit. C stands for choose to begin. Before, because before you can ever do anything, you have to first choose to begin. The O stands for optimize all available resources. The M, the first M, stands for manage expectations. It's very important that we manage our expectations. The second M stands for make mistakes and friends along the way. The I stands for inspire others and seek inspiration. The T is all about teamwork and stands for together we accomplish more. And the S is for success. Here's something really, really important. Success can only ever be identified individually because what success to one person might actually be failure to another. And remember, anything that you're doing with intention and purpose allows you to be a success. So if you're a stay-at-home mom and you're trying to be the best mom you can be and you're doing that with intention and purpose, then you're a success. If you're running a small business and it's with intention and purpose, then you're a success. You guys get the idea. I love Anchor because it gives me an opportunity to interact with people who I know have unlimited freaking potential. There are so many incredibly talented, amazing, awesome people here on this platform. My Kuntz's Corner is an expression of who I am as a human being. Me sharing the daily messages that I share that come from Mike Dooley, the notes from the universe are an expression of who I am as a human being. You see, there's something I know about you and the you would be anyone that's listening to this message. I know that you've only scratched the surface of all that you're, all that's possible for you. You're just barely scraping the surface of what you could really do. And then I listen to somebody like Gigi from Bright Beautiful World and I hear how she's embracing her passion and I even get more fired up. Kevin Touch, young guy, right? I'm an old guy, I'm learning from a young guy. How cool is that? This platform is phenomenal. I wanna wrap up there, guys, and leave it with, I'm here to answer questions. Call in, 
ask me anything. Thank you, thank you, thank you.